Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Podcast. Lab. Gonna talk to my friends. Fancy gonna share a lab. thought. Gonna have a laugh. That's Fancy what I thought. Lab. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab. Podcast. Fancy Lab. Fancy Lab Podcast. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes, indeed we are. Back on the Fancy Lad podcast. Mm, yes, and that that is also accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, time and again, you cease to amaze me with how accurate you are right from the get-go. You know, I like to tell the people the hard facts, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what kind of earns their trust. Right. Let's go through those hard facts again. Hard uh, fact number one. We are back. Hard fact number two. On the Fancy Lad podcast. Mm-hmm. And as we've heard from from listeners, they do like that we, you know, keep reminding them. Right. And that's why I give them just enough truth mm-hmm. that then I can just lie through my teeth the rest of the podcast. Right. You know, I can't tell you how many times I'm listening to other things, let's say podcasts, and they say, and we're back. I say, okay, great. Yeah. And a few seconds later, like, wait, what is this? What am I listening to? Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Where did the people that were here go? Yeah. And yeah, who are these new people? Um, yeah, that's why I just want to reiterate your old friend, Big Zoe mm-hmm. and Tom. That's me. Tom, Tomothy Tweak. Yep. Which is your full name. Yep. Cold hard fact number three. Number three. And yeah, we're here just to spread, I guess... I don't know, the skateboard gospel. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to get too, you know. Right. All hands across America. Right, 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 right. Using right. words like, using the G word. Especially not not during COVID. No. No, you know? absolutely not. Six feet apart across America. Not going to it wouldn't be sanitary. It's true. <laughs> Riding off of that, the, the last episode with Russ Clark, I got to tell you, mm-hmm. I got a new best friend. Oh, who is it? His name's Russ Clark. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys really did seem to hit it off pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say besides that, other than that we've been texting each other every day mm-hmm. just to just to make sure each other is okay. Okay. Well, that's good. And to tell each other that we love each other. Well, it's always nice to check in on your friends mm-hmm. and always to remind them that you love them. Right. So that's great. You know, I'm happy for you. Very happy for Russ. Thank you, thank you. Um, speaking of, yeah, you haven't checked in on me in a long time, actually. I just, I, now that you mention it. Yeah, well, you know, you were sick for a bit, so I was checking in on you. That's true. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then once, now it got better. Yeah. And, and then, then I said, all right, done. And then you just tossed me to the curb. I said, over it. Yeah. yeah. You said. I said, yeah, he seems okay. He seems okay. He's going to be all right without me. He's going to be all right. Yeah. But yeah, how have you been? Oh. Oh, yeah. Now you decide to ask. Hey, you don't know I wasn't going to ask before. No, I feel like you're asking just because I happen to bring it up. Okay. Well, let's say that isn't what's happening. What's app? Yes. Let's say that isn't WhatsApp. Inning. Okay. Well, in that case, um, yeah, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just ate some salted chicken. Mmm. Yummy. And... Is that how you prepared it? You didn't. That's how you cooked it? You just... Poured a bunch of salt on it. Poured a bunch of salt on it. Didn't let, let it do its thing. Yeah, didn't put it in the oven. Didn't put it in the skillet. That's all you really need to do is throw salt on there. It's true, and just chomp it right down. Yeah. Mm. 
got a great texture like that. Yeah. My God. I just, mm. besides the chicken, I, you know, I wish I could think of something else I've been up to. Well, I mean, the chicken sounds good. Yeah. So that is pretty, that probably would have been the highlight anyhow. Yeah, no, it was really good. You know? Yeah, how about yourself? God, it's been so long. Oh, oh, it's man. been so long since I've asked you. How, so how are, Tom, how are you doing? Hey, you know, what's really going on with Tom? Well, let's see. Um, I accidentally shaved uh, half my mustache off. Right. Um, so then I had to shave the rest of my facial hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and your fans are pissed. Dude, they're they're very upset. Yeah. Where where have all your facial hairs gone? Where have all your <laughs> facial hairs gone? <laughs> yeah. So they've been they've been just singing that over and over to me, which actually, you know, I kind of like. So it hasn't been that bad. Right. Yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Back at work. Yeah. No more no more quarantine vacation. God damn it. I know. All things must pass. Yeah, I stopped by the store. I looked in out of the window. I knew I wouldn't see you because you don't actually work in the front. But I, right. I could have popped out at that moment. That's what I was going thinking. in and out the whole time. That's what I was thinking. You know, could have yeah. happened. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Fisk many a times out there. Oh. And Abe. Oh, that is great news. I'd frequently I'd see them out there and I'd say, what is this guy doing? And I'd go out there and pretend to kick him out. And people would be like, what's he doing? Nice. And I'd dude. give him a hug. Freaking out the bystanders. Freaking out. The sheeple. You know what I'm saying? The fucking sheeple. They don't know what's going on. The fucking sheeple, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, back at work, accidentally shaved off my face. And um, that's really about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'll tell you, wearing a mask for eight hours a day. Sucks. Not comfortable. No. Not comfortable, but you got to do it. Yeah, I noticed your face was entirely covered in zits now, and I didn't want to say anything. Well, you know, I didn't. I The reason is I thought, like, I was like, well, you can't, like, I like to snack when I'm working, mm-hmm. and you can't have the mask down, no. you know, no. so you can't be snacking. No. So I said, all right, you know what? Life hack. I'm going to fill this bad boy. I put some fruit roll-ups in there. Mm-hmm. I put some Cheetos, some Gushers. I poured some uh, Mountain Dew in there. Did you unroll the fruit roll-up? Oh, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It was layered really nice. It was beautiful. I should have taken a picture and sent it to you. It was really beautiful. Yeah, you should have. But anyways, yeah, I feel, I feel like that's really irritated uh, my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen you doing it before, and it looks... Yeah, it gets really bulbous, your mask, when you do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, people don't know what I look like without it, so they could just assume that I have a very prominent jaw. Yeah, it looks like you have a cottage cheese ass on your face. Mm, man, that's the dream. I know. Oh, man. But wonder what AJ's up to. Speaking of... You haven't heard from him? No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard a lick from him. Well, I haven't been here that much, you know, because you were... I haven't been here as... I've been here just as often as you recently. I mean, you've been here to sweep up a little bit. Dude, I thought we decided you were going to do that. Dude, what the fuck? I said I was sick. I couldn't do it that week, bro. Okay, what about the week before? I fucking told you already that I was trying to tape stuff off of my TiVo. All right. Well, those are both valid excuses. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to live in in filth and squalor. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. Why not? I'm not complaining. Yeah. I don't want to sweep. Clearly, you don't want to sweep. No. No. Unless it's steaks, like we've talked about. Right. I mean, yeah, that's the only thing I would like to sweep. Yeah. Some steaks. 
So we're always talking about little little insight for the fans out there. Don't know if they know this. I don't know why they would. We've been discussing for the last few years maybe getting a maybe buying a bus. School bus. A school bus. Right. And, you know, renovating the inside. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. See, the logistics of the bus, though. I mean, right? you got the logistics of the parking, mm-hmm. you know, the not being able to get into certain garages probably because of the height. Right. I don't know if you need a different license. Right. The st- no, I think that the license will be fine. The storing it at the house, I think, mm-hmm. might rub a few people the wrong way. Yeah. But, yeah, when we start touring again, when we roll into your town. Oh, baby, we're coming in a school bus. In a school bus? Mm-hmm. Short bus? Mm-hmm. Well, we can't afford the long one. No. We don't want a long boy. No. Um. Yeah, you know shit's going down. Oh, yeah, dude. For real. I mean, really, yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine any other way. I mean, have you ever seen a school bus, too, pulled over on the side of the road? No, it doesn't happen. No, we'll be invincible. Invincible. Absolutely. We'll finally be above the law. The law won't be able to touch us. Dude, I, we should, we should, yeah, that's a really good idea. Finally, we can get away with anything. Exactly. Man, that's going to be great. Yeah, we can finally have those uh, illegal gambling matches, uh, and we won't have to go to... Uh, Uncharted waters. Right. You know, those are the things like we always have a lot of people that are very interested in our illegal gambling matches, but we can never find a good venue. You know? I know. Bus. Ooh, man. I know. Mm. I know. Um I know that you're really, you know, pitching for the monkey knife fights. Right. Well, I don't I want I thought the... that was a little a little bit much. Well, listen, you didn't let me you didn't hear it out the whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay, so these monkeys, they they have knives. Yeah. They're not right. fighting each other. Oh. They're just they're just stabbing the people and, and taking their, their winnings from the illegal gambling. Oh, and see, that they, sounds way better for the monkeys. And then they bring it back to us. We split it. They get 75% because they did, a lot they did the all the work. A yeah. lot of the work. You know, we're just, we're just facilitating it. Yeah. We take 25%. I get an additional 10% off of their 75 because I've uh, actually been helping them uh, buy up some real estate. You're talking additional. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So things are looking up for those monkeys. And you're going to buy the monkeys real estate? Yeah, they're going to have like a little house and they're going to have a big backyard. And what next? They're going to be, you know, going to school and, uh, you know, getting jobs, becoming what? managers. One of them just got into Brown. Slowly overtaking the system. Overtaking, they're taking now. They're taking my job. All right, now you got a monkey who's taking my job. Well, right? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. The next thing you know. Next thing you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, Statue of Liberty's fucking going down. I'm just okay. L- listen, if if it could be on a fucking beach, for all we know, these monkeys are going to go through a lot of work to get to the point where they're going to be able to work a job that a human does. And once they get to that point, they're probably not going to want to work at a coffee shop. Dude, you know I work for Delta now, right, bro? Why the fuck you got to bring that up? I forgot. I help park the planes, all right? You think <laughs> that true. goddamn monkey's going to pass a background check like that? 
I mean, that's national security, bro. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So, so yeah. I, I think the bus would be would would pan out well. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, I think we should look into this bus. Although the bus I was looking at, they told me they couldn't get it to start, so I decided not to go look at it. Oh hell no! I said if you get it starting, drive it down here, and then maybe I'll look at it. Well, or like I'll just come up once it start. Oh, once it started. Oh, word. And I'll oh, yeah, look that works at it too. up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That works. Yeah, in New England. Mm, up there in New England. But yeah, you know, why don't I just go check on the bus and uh, mm-hmm. we can take a quick break. Oh, great. That's perfect. Who knows? Maybe even grab a Clown Shoes brand oh, beer. Exactly what I was hoping to do. And uh, yeah, we'll just see where we go from there. All right. Perfect. Let's do it. All right. Uh, yeah. My wife and I loved our son so much, we had to name him after our favorite Clown Shoes brand beer, Lil Crispy. Daddy, who are you talking to? Oh, no one, son. Go back to sleep. Okay, if you say so. Lil Crispy is a welcoming crisp ale that is as approachable as they come. Now, are you sure you don't talk to anyone, Dad? Because I can hear you talking. No, son. No, no, no. You're dreaming. I'm... I mean, I know it's a baby, but I can hear you talking. No, I'm serious. Get back to bed right now, Lil Crispy. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know your boss. With subtle malt sweetness and smooth... No, I definitely hear you talking. Of... Now, son, what did I say? Oh. Get back into your bed. It's just, I no, know it. right now. Oh, what's that? No, what wait, no, that's mine. No, give me some of that. No, don't drink that. You can't drink that. No, that's for me. That's Ooh. daddy's fuel. It's so crispy as I walk I'm going to have to go and get more Lil Crispy Crisp Ale. Give me some. From Clown Shoes Beer. Dad, give me some. Find out where to buy your Dad. Lil Crispy Crisp Ale at clownshoesbeer.com. Daddy, give me some. Lil Crispy Crisp Ale is not for babies. Uh, yeah. And we are back. Oh, yes, we are back. And that was a fantastic break. It was one hell of a commercial break. Oh, man. Boy, and did I grab myself a Clown Shoes brand beer or what? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I'm seeing it right now. I'm going to crack into this bad boy. Well, I mean, if Tom's having one, you know, I might as well just crack into a little... Uh, clown shoes, Zen Guard, and New England IPA. Myself, mm, delicious. And I have a uh, what is this? Oh, this happened. This is a little crispy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. oh. And you know, let me just introduce our very special guest. Oh here yeah, tonight. that's a good idea. Oh my god, oh. who happens to have a little crispy crisp ale himself? Oh my goodness, that's right. I'm gonna crack in just like you two. Oh, there we go. Damn, oh, that was a good crack, dude! Legendary Dan <sighs> Wieners. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh my God! Fuck you, Dan! Love oh, you, Dan! Oh, I want every baby. Take my underwear. It's everything I hoped it would be on the mm. podcast. So excited! I gotta say, big fan, big oh. fan. Oh my God! I know. Well, you know, we love to hear that. I know that you're a fan of the podcast, and uh, you know, I appreciate that. But for those who don't know Dan Wieners, mm-hmm. I just want to introduce him as one of my oldest and nearest and dearest friends. O-N-D. Oldest, nearest, dearest. Well, that's flattering. I got to say. I met Dan in middle school, mm-hmm. seventh grade. Seventh grade, Dan. That's correct. And here we are on the podcast. Love it. Did you guys discuss the possibility of Dan being on the Fancy Lad podcast in seventh grade when you first met? Absolutely. You know, it's funny 
I remember over Dan's house first hearing what a podcast was, and this was years ago. Mm. Yes. I have been obsessed with podcasts for quite a while, I have to say. Way before they got popular. <laughs> That's what everyone wants, right? Yeah. Uh, I was an OG podcast fan. Dan was there from day fucking one listening to people talk about bullshit that no one fucking cared about dude i gotta say that's pretty fucking cool dan well thank you uh and you're damn right it's all started with the kojima podcast with uh hideo kojima you know the game maker oh the makes metal Metal gear yeah Uh oh john tweak's gonna love this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) was there any insight that you gained to the metal gear solid franchise from that podcast dan no, you know what? It always sounded like there was a couple of interns hiding in a closet somewhere where they were like divulging secrets that Kojima didn't want to divulge. Uh, but yeah, that was what, pretty much what started it all. Back in the Nintendo days as well, listening to some Nintendo podcasts, uh, all about the nerd. Wii, when the Wii was coming out. <laughs> nerd! Fucking nerd! Are you okay, Big? Yeah, I think I'm all right. I think I'm still getting over that sickness. Ah, oh, jeez. You know what? Why don't we, maybe we should add a little bit of distance between us. Yep. There we go. That's better. There we there we go. There we go. So you listen to the Nintendo podcast or the Kojima podcast? You listen to any other any um? Do you listen to like a chess podcast or something? <laughs> uh, you know, I think that started uh, that started me going into comedy podcasts. Ah, Earwolf, things like that. Uh, I don't know. And you seem to be a big fan of Rugrats, considering you're wearing a Rugrats shirt right now. Or... Well, it also has Filbert from Rocco, and it has oh, oh it has shit. the whole crew. Oh shit! I oh, it's got everyone. I, oh, it's know, got, I didn't even see got that. Arnold. Ah, real monsters on there. Yep. Damn. You just saw the giant reptile that was on the top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I saw. That's yeah. That's fantastic, Dan. That's a fantastic shirt that you got there. Hey, and you know what? What's great about that shirt is all the Patreon subscribers totally get to see that shirt right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you know and everyone else you're missing out you'll never know what a t-shirt with a bunch of classic nickelodeon characters would possibly look like ever or you couldn't even imagine yeah. all right dan so um oh where to start you know so i mean you must and what was it like the first time meeting me dan well pretty much knew you were destined for greatness uh, as one of your more fiscally responsible friends, I have to say, I didn't get that impression from you at all. Nice. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I've, I've always been envious of your, uh, your ability to, to put on a, a board and some wheels and then, and then do some tricks. I always tried to do it. Couldn't do it. I can ride it, but that's pretty much it. We're good. We're trying to look at what it's like for you from that. That's the outside perspective here of someone who doesn't really skateboard but you know you've kept a watchful eye on it the entire time i have i've always been in love with it i think it's great uh actually am i your first non-skateboarding podcast guest well no no. i mean wedgwood's a longboarder yeah that's true i mean aj i mean assume aj doesn't skateboard i don't know he he figured he would have mentioned it well i think we asked him okay so we're gonna i think he said that he used to skateboard back in the day okay all right so, yeah, I guess technically, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, right, you, you were skateboarding back in middle school and even before that in elementary school even, uh, and I would just go along for the ride. Sometimes you, you'd hand me a VX and ask me to film, and I would just do a terrible job, and then you you just take it back. That's usually what happened. 
but uh, just just hanging out, having those skateboard sessions, that was great. It must have felt good popping up as a cameo, though. Even in the uh, one of the two dumb for TV episodes, you know, at your house with that 360 flip. That's right. Still showing up in those cameos now. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! But I remember getting the VHS of the warehouse video. Made me real excited. Way back then. Oh, I love the warehouse video, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. We're, tr- we're trying to track down a copy of Slip and Die to show to the public. Oh, Sean Tweak has one. Exactly. We're working on actually oh. obtaining it. Dave went there yesterday. I should have cord and grab it. I'm an idiot. Damn it. Damn, I'm a stupid moron. <laughs> so, Dan, how'd you like the... Uh, let, let, just give us a review. How are we doing as a podcast as a whole here? Yeah, Dan, give us the lowdown. And don't be, don't, don't be brutally honest, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I got to say, you know, number one skateboard podcast in my book, definitely mm-hmm. number one in my book, uh, yes. pretty much the only skateboard podcast that I would bother even listening to. Uh, yes. I don't think any other ones even matter. So there's that. All right. That's a good start. All right. What else do you love about us? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I do have one gripe, though, Uh-oh. about this podcast. Shit. Oh, damn it. Shit. And I think damn. it's really important. Okay. Well, All we'll right, hear so- you out. I've been I've been looking on the YouTubes. I don't know if you guys know about this place where you can go to to listen to podcasts like this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not just Apple, not just Apple. There's other places. Yep. Right, right, right. Spotify, Stitcher. That's right. But YouTube. the one place where I was checking out, where I don't actually usually listen to on, is YouTube. Mm-hmm. And on the last episode, there was a whole bunch of comments that you guys didn't read. So I want to read a few of these highlights. All right. Oh, please do. awesome. <laughs> All right. Please do. Because these people were looking for answers, and you did not give them answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the last episode why don't you give a little breakdown just what it was as i mentioned we were interviewing russ clark who edited the bees videos mm-hmm. and uh new best friend russ clark right one of my favorites actually all right so here it is there's a baby frog who commented baby frog comments and says wow this russ guy sounds like a hot man and there's a little picture of a, a little picture of a man a little emoji mm-hmm. i gotta say it was is that a question, actually? Yeah, will you comment on that? Uh, you just want me to comment on the comment. Comment on the comment here live on the podcast today. I've seen him via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And he is one hot man. Uh, yeah, he was. He's an attractive guy. And hey, you know what? So that whoever, little baby blue frog. Yeah. What was that? It little baby blue frog. Little baby frog. Little baby frog. You know, yeah. if you want to see what Russ Clark looks like, feel free to join the Patreon. www.com. It's www.com. <laughs> we were the we managed to obtain that domain. No one, luckily, <laughs> no one else tried. I don't even know why anyone didn't think of it before. But yeah, go to www.com and that will redirect you to www.patreon.com/slash/fancyladpodcast, mm-hmm. and there you can see Russ Clark, the hot man himself. Right, he's actually been going by the hot man, and <laughs> we didn't actually ask him to take his temperature before the podcast because we were doing a zoom call but we probably should have yeah that actually would have been a good because i don't want to cyberly be getting any uh covid yeah covid could be a computer virus for all we know for all we fucking know we don't know dan that's a fair point all right hit us with the next one all right so this is actually a real one nathan land says is there a bees one i found two and three is there a bees one? There must be one, right? Well, he didn't fucking listen to the podcast long enough because we address it on the fucking podcast with Russ Clark. 
which is why mm-hmm. I brought this one up. I knew you mentioned it in the podcast, so I was hoping that maybe Nathan would listen to the podcast again, go back, listen to it, figure that one out. Don't it's even just, give an answer right now. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's a little further than halfway, roughly halfway. But you know what? Just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, you know what? I suggest that for all of our podcasts, so you listen to the whole thing. Absolutely, at least once. That's right. Real important. Got a yell exit here for Brian Porter. Oh, yell exit Brian Porter. And his best comment on this whole page right now, you guys rule. That was his comment. Hell yeah. Dude. You know what? Thank you, Brian. I don't know who this Brian Porter guy is, but you mm-hmm. know, I tend to agree with him. Nice. I think I think he's got a point. He might be on to something. But I do want to, so that was it. Those are the only comments I wanted to point out. There's other ones, of course, because there's thousands of people listening to this podcast. Right, uh, naturally. Not just me. I know. That's mm-hmm. the thing. There's so many comments on the YouTube. It's just, it's so tough for me to, you know, cherry pick all the ones that I want to respond to. It's true. And, you know, I always tell people if they want to leave us comments or questions or anything, they can always do that at the at Fancy Lad Podcast Instagram, you know, or at Fancy Lad Podcast at gmail.com without the app before it. Without the app before it? Yeah, just fancy that podcast at gmail.com. Oh. That's fair. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. I'm going to bring the comments back to the, the one just before, though, because I want to talk about a few of them on the one just before. Uh, so just, just to cover this, this was the bloody quarantine episode. Yeah. Mm. Talking about the COVID, which you don't have. So awesome. Yep. That uh, is good news. But Nathan Land here, uh, he's, he's commenting on this one saying, is Clown Shoes a real brand? And do you have Facebook links or anything? Now, I think you've talked a few times about Clown Shoes Brand Beer, mm-hmm. and I think you've said where you can even get it on their website, right? I mean, that happens pretty much every episode. www.clownshoesbeer.com. Right, and that is their website, and that actually has a great uh, store locator. So you put in your location, it'll tell you the closest stores that carry Clown Shoes Brand Beer. Again, that's www.clownshoesbeer.com. That's right. So, Dan, you're... Um... Well, not only see, this is why I wanted you on the podcast, too, because I knew that you were our biggest fan. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, usually I wait, but I, I, I just want to say I knew you'd have a million questions for us. So many questions, which is which is why I, I you know, I wanted to have you on. Finally, somebody who actually has a million questions. Oh, for us. man. Millions. But, you know, I just want to say to the people who don't know, Dan is actually you know, it hasn't gone into effect yet, but he's going to be our official drone filmer mm-hmm. for the Fancy Lad videos of 2020 and 21. Wow. I didn't yeah. know my contract got extended. Thanks yeah. for Appreciate it. Yeah. So look forward to a uh, completely drone filmed Fancy that video. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any specific ideas that you have for the drone filming? For the drone filming, yes. Uh, we're going to get real steady on these uh, these shots that we're going to do and probably even get a little fancy. I don't know about the Fancy Lad brand, but mm-hmm. we can get a little fancy with some of these shots. I was now, thinking... Now, I was thinking... What are you thinking? Do you think you can fly a drone directly into Tom's ass? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah, but we're gonna need that attachment that we talked about. I'll throw down. It's, it's big and orange. I don't know if you know. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Are you sure that's not the one for Abe Dubin? <laughs> that's right. I forgot. That's the one for Abe. 
But yeah, no, I've been waiting. I've been fucking waiting for you to come out on the sesh, bro. Ordered some new gear, actually. So just just for this purpose, uh, thanks to the uh, the budget here for the podcast that you guys had, had a little left over. He gave gave it to me. Uh-huh, I got absolutely. got a whole bunch of got a whole bunch of gear coming, so I can do some really good filming. You know, it's gonna pay off. Where did your sick obsession with drones even come from, Dan? Uh, you know, I thought it was really cool when I saw it happening. Um, I saw a video, right? There's a video on YouTube. I spend most of my days on YouTube these days, but uh, I think 2015, back then, uh, I saw a video where they were flying through warehouses and they had on these goggles and they could see through the drone. They were flying through the warehouse, reminded me of the warehouse video. has a real skateboard vibe to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're a rebel. You're doing stuff you're not supposed to do or whatever. And, uh, you know, going to abandoned places and flying through them, smashing things lighting things on fire, same kind of thing. So it's actually kind of interesting, the parallels that the skateboarding overall, like the way the videos work and the there's people that are pro now, which is kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, definitely there's a counterculture as well to this whole thing. Uh, so that's the part I fell in love with, the more creative stuff. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's become an obsession for me, the same way that I believe skateboarding is for you and a lot of your fans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm just sorry that you don't you can't go out, you know, with a bunch of your droners, and just drone with each. Or maybe you do. Do you drone with other do. droners? Absolutely. Yeah, You've we droned have. with droners. I've droned with droners for sure. Okay, that's sick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, sick. so there's there's like a there's a whole racing scene that I'm kind of not as into, right? Where that's a big part of it. We're competitive. Uh, I'll go to races and just hang out and then do crazy tricks and stuff. Uh, but that's more what I'm into, the artistic side of it, as opposed to the, the racing side of it. Yeah, the racing, I mean, it's like slalom skating, you know? Exactly. But it's also like you could go show up and see Tony Hawk do the nine and hang out with some people that you like. It's kind of like that, right? We go to, the, go to the races, people do racing. I'm not good at it at all. but uh, It's for I'll the cult. Of, yeah, meet people. It's kind of thing. It's for the culture. For the cult and the culture. FTC. FTC, baby. So, Dan, as one of the biggest nerds I've ever met, <laughs> you know, you, you, you're you part of the the gaming. You're, you're a gamer. Why do you think that there's not a fancy lad van in Rocket League yet? I've been wondering that pretty much since the day I started playing Rocket League. Why is there not? What is, what's going on? What happened with the deal? I know there was that deal that you guys had in plan. There's right. a sweet there's a sweet deal on the table and Tom said it it was only for 10 mil. He said it's not enough. I thought they were going to sweeten it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it would definitely bring a lot of people that left back to the game. You know, I feel like they've been they've been losing a lot of people. I mean, you know, when you do the search for the online play, that number keeps getting smaller and smaller every time when I search. Mm-hmm. God damn it, you're right. You got to you got to get those sweaty and deranged fans down into Rocket League, start playing. It's true. The only, only way is to sign that that deal. That sweet, sweet fucking deal. So I fucked up. I think you did. Damn it. I'm sorry. I really should have asked you as our financial advisor. Well, your negotiation tactics weren't the best, but no, I will say ask, asking for those extra toppers was not was not a good idea. <laughs> it was like uh, on Seinfeld holding out for that Ted Danson deal. Mm. Exactly. Well, it seemed like we were a little too uh, big for our britches. Yeah, I guess. 
you know, I just thought I thought we were I thought it was worth more. I mean, we were giving them exclusivity. Right. That's what we we're saying. We're like, listen, we're gonna give you the fancy lad logo mm-hmm. and the van. Right. And we promise you we won't allow those images to be in any other video game about driving cars to play soccer. I mean, not even twisted metal, you know. Not even twisted metal. We're turn that down, we're turn down fucking Gran Turismo. We're turned down fucking uh, Ridge Racer and Road Rash. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but those are just about cars. They're not not specifically. It was very specific what Tom put in that contract. Cars that play soccer. Mm -hmm. Soccer cars. Right. Maybe maybe that's part of it that they didn't like either. Well, and there was that that deal with Twisted Metal you guys were talking about uh, you know I mean they have that stupid clown with the ice cream machine you can't have a fancy lad van in there with, with Nick Bigzo th- here. that's true what we were thinking maybe even just just replacing uh, that stupid clown with just Abe's head there Yeah. but they said we, we showed them the art and they're like we can't tell the difference yeah exactly still see a stupid clown right. they said it's going to be too confusing to all the people watching mm-hmm. I guess that's fair so Dan, what's you know what's going on with you, dude? How's your fucking, how's your life during COVID, bro? Well, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago, I got this job where I work from home. Uh, so really, nothing has changed for me at all. I I don't go out. I stay in my house all the time. What's that like? What's it like? Yeah, it's uh, it's boring. It's really boring. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Uh, you know, I found, you know, DoorDash and things like that. Uh, I found those a while ago when I started working from home and realized that I could just order things and, and food would come to me. Mm-hmm. I could just continue doing what I was doing, which is just hanging out at home. Right. And then it was like, now everyone's doing it. So really the only thing that's changed is that like, it's harder and takes longer to get deliveries. But uh, other than that, you know, not a whole lot difference. I don't like being around people in general. So just, you know. So your so your complaint essentially yeah. was that you've been living the quarantine lifestyle this entire time, and now you're pissed off that everybody else decided to jump on your bandwagon. Everyone else is biting your shit. Exactly, biting my shit. That's what's happening, and uh, it's really making it worse for the people that were used to it. People who are there since day fucking one, bro. That's not fair. Once again, I'm OG to this thing, and people just kind of join the bandwagon later on. It's like everyone starts listening to your fucking Kojima podcast. Yeah. And then the bandwidth, you know, gets so slow Mm -hmm. that you notice a lag and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just ruining it for everybody now. Yeah. I got to say. Damn. Well, you know, Dan, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, but surely you do something during your day besides ordering food from DoorDash and hanging your drones on your your door behind you. Uh, that took a lot of effort, I gotta say, preparing the set for you guys. Mm. I knew you were gonna have the studio, and I wanted mine to look like I did something. <laughs> uh, yeah, these are these are drones behind me. Uh, I decorate. That's another thing I do at home. Uh, also, today I was uh, I was cleaning some things, which is kind of nice. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, and I came across a, an old DVD collection with a whole bunch of DVDs that I burned and things like that, um, all legally, completely legit. 
But uh, yeah, I found I found a couple of fun things in there if you want to talk about them. Oh, what'd you find? All right. I got, I got my box here. Oh, hell yeah. Well, actually, the first thing is I found this book. And this book, I don't know if you see what it says on the bottom of it. Damn, dude, that says Murray. Yeah. This came from your house when, when you were in high school, I think. Nice. Data yeah. communications. Yeah. You were like, hey, hey, you're a nerd. You want this book that I found? But I think actually your mom said to give it to me. I was going to say, that seems exactly like a move that my mom would do. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, it's a great book. Here, uh, give, Dan, give Dan this book. Dan Wieners. Obviously, she doesn't think the same of me as she does about Tom. Even though she still, hey, <laughs> even though she still just refers to your name as Wiener and not yeah. Wieners, even after all these years. That's a tough one to get right. Every time she, I correct her, he, he goes, "He goes, Mom, it's Wieners," and she goes, "Ah, that can't be right. You don't have people don't have two dicks." Yeah, she always says that. <laughs> I say, "Oh, I'm the perv, Nancy." How many dicks can he possibly have? I mean, really. He's not a ghost. What has he got, five dicks? Did find a skateboard video called How to Read a Book. Dude, fuck. Yeah, bro. What a beautiful jewel case that's in. That's true. I'm going to pop this one in, watch it a little bit later. Oh, hell yeah. I think you might have been made in a cameo in that one. Just so everybody knows, that's the first video that i edited on my computer at my house yeah yeah mm-hmm. big and fitzy's pack of lies was edited on fitzy's right 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 right. Yeah. uh and then i found another gem this uh 48 hour film project that we did called urination that's that's your oh, right a nation yeah, your a nation yeah right that's the one where eric gets uh naked yeah oh so where he's always where he's always pissing himself Right. So for all you uh, Eric fans out there, if you want uh, exclusive content to uh, Eric and Naked, mm-hmm. you know who to call. D-dubs, baby. D-dubs now, over here. I want to explore this a little bit, right? So when, when they're making like feature films and they're like, all right, you have to get naked for this film, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole convincing process that has to happen where they're like, this needs to happen. It's part of the script, right? Right. Now we didn't we didn't plan this out like it wasn't like we had weeks of time to plan it. It was just like, "Hey, Eric, you're gonna get naked, and we're gonna hose you down in my backyard." I wonder if it was even Eric's idea, which honestly is kind of weird because, I mean, thinking back on it, I wouldn't expect Eric to get naked, but he would. He said he would do anything for the sake of art. So keep keep that in mind. If you <laughs> ever need Eric to do anything, just say it's for the sake of art. I wish you'd told me that a long time ago. I know. <laughs> well, now you're finding out, Tom. You can, you can work on it. <laughs> uh, all right. And then I found uh, this one, really, you won't be able to see anything, but we found this, this old skit we did called the Spaghetti Skit. That's on this one. And on this Spaghetti Skit, this was one that we did for our high school, right? So we're, we're that much of nerds, or I guess I am, uh, that we went back to high school after we were there, and we did more video production for them. Yeah, me, it's true. Me and John did the same thing. Yeah. Not uh, at your school, though. You should have gone to our school. I would have loved to make videos with you. Imagine if they teamed up, Dan. Oh, that would be great. Two powerhouse high school TV production groups, troops. Oh, my God. We could have been famous. Damn. Would have been we fucked up. Well, I think the best thing is, like, we pretty much had a, 
we pretty much had like the ability to do art artsy things and it was fine but then like the year after we were gone from high school they were like we're a serious newscast now and we're doing news things and they like made it all try to be legitimate and stuff but then we I came mean, back and they were like this is so fun this is what we needed the whole time but they just kept doing that stupid news stuff i mean it was only just because we you know made it and they just you know it was obviously good so they were gonna play it i mean tom knows listen oh i know tweak brothers were famous oh yeah in the wakefield Heights. see legends we had nothing but potential (laughs) we're like two parallel groups here i've seen his videos i've seen him we're playing we were on local access all the time it was great oh man really the golden years I want to hear about one. Give me, give me one of them. Uh, one great idea that you guys did. I mean, one of the best ones is probably the cookie caper. Fucking classic. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Just John and I arguing over uh, cookies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, was your was your rap song for TV production? Oh, yep, yep, yep. The the rap ones we did. The man, I could go for some beef jerky. Yep, that was Lumberjack Johnny. See this good. is see this is a tough pit because I feel like unless we post every single video that we're talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be such a non-frame of reference for everybody listening that they're going to say wow I wish I knew what the fuck they were talking about. Well I know some of those are on YouTube for sure. I'll send them over to you later Dan so you can check them out. All right cool. All right. So this brings me to my next point Dan. You fucking peaked in high school, bro. I did. I really did. Those were the days, just like all in the family. Mm. And how does that feel? That's why you keep going back to KP. You know, you thought we were, came, we went back one year after you graduated. Dude, you still <laughs> go back to J- KP. And, you, you know, for those who don't know, that's the high school we went to. And for some reason, the police keep escorting you off of the premises. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to get that close to school children. So, I mean... Makes sense. And it just keeps getting weirder and weirder every year that you keep going back. And they say you show up in that uh, that Nickelodeon T-shirt and you're like, what? I'm just here for class. And they're like, sir, you have a full beard. And those are cartoon characters from the 90s. None of these kids are familiar with those characters. That's the sad part, really, though. Yeah, that is the sad part. They're lost. Yeah, it's a damn shame about this whole thing. Dan, you know, our lives could have been so much different. Imagine if uh, we teamed up with Tom and we became a wildly successful comedy sketch writing group and we got our own show and and Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have to have lived the life that you live now where you're a recluse just looking forward to your next meal from DoorDash, you know? God, you're pathetic. (laughs) feel like this is taking a turn where you guys are, <laughs> is this an intervention this is did you make up this whole podcast this whole time yeah this, this is, is an intervention yeah the uh the 41 episodes before this uh, we were just warming you up just building up to this yeah because you knew i'd fall in love mm-hmm. have to be on here mm-hmm. yeah exactly no i'm just kidding you know i was just playing off of the uh the old the old peaking in high school the old trip down memory lane you know etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've gone on. You've accomplished. You've accomplished great, great things since then. All right. Like, like building these drones behind me. Yeah, exactly. Which only the Patreon subscribers can see. 
That's true. All right, real quick, I'll just give you a quick, uh, we'll say a, a skater on the company. You just give me a few words to sum each what each person up. All right, Matt Thomasell. Ingenuity. All right, that's one word. All right, Abe Dubin. Oh, I like the one word thing. One word. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful. He's a beautiful man. All right, Tony DeRosa. I'd like to date that man. <laughs> that's more than one word, but I can't See, disagree with it. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for that more than one word. <laughs> Colin Fisk. Oh, just a legend, right? Fucking legend. legend. Just legend. Tom Tweak. Ooh. Oh, there. One word. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh and fun. Those are my two words for him. Ooh and fun. Uh, Clancy. <laughs> <sighs> That's my one word. <laughs> <laughs> just a long sigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the word long sigh. <laughs> and um Big Zo. I can't I can't pick a I can't pick one word for Big Zo. That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. That's not that's fair to Dan. Yeah. You're thinking three words? Piece of, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much history there. Uh no, definitely not. Floppy Tim. I mean, just floppy. That's the word. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a real, that's a real, that's a given. So you're the biggest nerd I've ever met in my life, Dan. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed this out. Mm. Now, look, another thing that I love is, is movies. So we've been talking about some of those DVDs I found. There's a whole bunch of good ones in here that I think you would relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one right here is a totally legitimate copy of Army of Darkness. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. One of, one of my favorites. Such a good one. Even though I'm, uh, you know, Evil Dead 2 is obviously my favorite of the franchise. Yeah, but Army of Darkness is just real, real fun. You know? Oh, both of them are fun. And Evil Dead is really good, too. But 2 is where it uh, really comes into its own. One of my favorite splash stick movies of the genre. Hmm. That and Dead Alive. One of Peter Jackson's best movies. So this is one of the things that I, I always enjoyed about hanging out with you, right? You would you would be like, hey, what about this cool thing? And then we'd watch it. It would be amazing. It would blow my mind. And just the artistic mind that you had always was uh, impressive to me, all the time. Not well, to not to flatter you too much, but yeah, yeah, well, chill, bro. It's uh, yeah, chill, bro. It's be, you know what it's called? It's called being you know you're a nerd with like shit that's like really nerdy, and like I'm a nerd with like shit that's really cool. You know what I'm saying, doc? Woo. Uh, well, one of your one of your guests recently was saying about the graphics that they put on boards. They have to either make the kid feel cool or make the kid laugh, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't ever feel cool, but you were like the cool one to me, you know. But you weren't like badass cool. It was like <laughs> you just knew cool shit, right? Oh, Dan, stop! Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just knew cool shit. Yeah, it's it's a uh, you know it's. It's being a nerd in your own personal taste, you know, which, uh, which is a disgusting, you know, now I think it's a, a, just a pathetic uh, personal trait to have in the first place. It's being a nerd? Well, you know, it's almost, it, it comes across pretentious, you know, just, uh, oh, yeah. you know, uh, having your personality sort of have such a reflection on your, your, your taste in mm-hmm. something, you know? That's true but I feel like it's a lot more acceptable now. And you can find people that also are interested in the same things as you now, more so than when we were younger. But, you know, it is important, too, to have good taste. Yeah. 
I agree. It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing because you don't want to be, but you don't want it to define you. You don't want that to be. A lot of times, people, you know, they come across. They, they you have a conversation. All they're doing is just they're volleyballing, they're they're tennis racketing back and forth, just uh, you know, shit that's uh, you know what what they consider acceptable to you know like that's cool, you know. I think I saw that a lot with people that were around you, though, in the past. Not so much now. Now you're surrounded with actual cool people, right? It's kind of nice. Oh, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. And you know what's cool is not caring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not caring. Like Marge Simpson said. Hey, so I know I know, Big asked you before, but then he didn't actually give you a chance to to answer. So he, or, or, or ask, rather. Because we know you must got a million questions for a us. A million fucking questions for us, Dan. Mm-hmm. You've been questions. listening to every episode of the podcast. You must be, you know, while listening to him, just be like, man, if I had the chance, mm-hmm. you, know what you know what I would ask? And then you would say... Wait, first, I want to start this off with the amount of joy that I felt when you said, we are back. It was just, it was, it was amazing. I, I've never felt that before. I was just so excited. So you're a fan, you're a fan of the, we are back. Yeah. Of us being back on the podcast. Can we confirm right now if we're back? Um, let's take a look. Yeah. Can we look at the, we are back chart actually? They're checking it. Yeah. Hold on one second. It's good. Okay. Yeah. No, yep, we are. Yep. Yeah. 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 We're back. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I just got choked up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right so uh i want to know now look one of the things that i don't usually get when i listen to all these podcasts is i don't get like an idea of how it happens right like mm-hmm. some of them every once in a while they'll be like hey we usually record on a wednesday or whatever right uh how do you guys plan out like when you're gonna do it and when you have guests on well we typically record the same day each week um barring any like anything coming up or you know work or whatever mm-hmm. and then as far as guests go we kind of just uh have in the back of our heads a few people we'd like to have on and then text them like probably like 20 minutes before we're supposed to record and see if anyone's available and it's really weird because dan said that we seem really prepared for the podcast that yeah. is weird yeah and so that's why he went out of his way to do all this preparation mm-hmm but I tried to reassure him mm-hmm. and tell him that I we literally come here and right. say, all right, you're ready to press record. And yep. then magic happens in the studio. We mm-hmm. bottle it up. We make a million dollars and we sell it. You're seeing this now. So now that you're seeing it, you can tell you can probably tell how little uh, forethought is going into it. I mean, you do have the way our back chart. That's part of preparation, I believe. Oh, that's true. You got us there. I got the impression that it was way more planned out than it actually is. Uh, just because it's so good, right? Every time, it's like, like you said, magic happens. They're like, do they write this shit? Mm. Yeah, exactly. How are they so quick? How is Tom so quick with I, his dick joke? I just alter the speed <laughs> in post-production. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to do, to your credit, I want to say that uh, it's... Every time I listen, it makes me want to go back and find all of these videos since I wasn't as much in the scene as you guys were, uh, hearing you talk about certain things. 
but there's also a lot of things that I remember watching a long time ago and loving so much. Uh, so like the other day I went back and listened to, uh, or watched the, uh, the yeah, right video with mm-hmm. uh, Owen Wilson's part in it. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Front salad, back salad, front blunt. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Say it. Call that one my Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. It's insulting to Owen Wilson for me to even try. but uh, i have to say one of my most favorite ever that you introduced me to is uh video days with jason lee very very old one there 91 right well everyone doesn't know your obsession with my name is earl that's that's true let alone what i i mean whether you want to admit it or not your favorite director kevin smith okay I'm not going to admit it, but yes, you're right. Kevin exactly. Smith. Whether you want to admit it or not, your favorite director, Kevin Smith. So therefore, Jason Lee being in Mallrats, mm-hmm. obviously, I could see. I could see the relation. I could see why Video Days, you know, hit home for you because, you know, Jason Lee's best part. Guy's a fucking legend. You see him on the silver screen. You love him. And then you see him in the skate videos. You're going to love him. But yeah, and I think one of my favorite things about all of watching skateboarding videos with you in, in the long term and with everybody that in the uh, the crew always like the non skateboarding parts always got me so excited excited about it but like you know because i can't watch and be like oh that was a front side nose whatever right i don't yeah. know those kinds of things i just enjoy that like wow they're really good and i can tell um, but then all the extra stuff was always raw the raw off the cuff stuff that's right so that's why I think like Jason Lee and Owen Wilson parts, those are things that like get me excited, right? Yeah. It's like it's like a cameo from someone that's amazing as an actor, and then they do something off the cuff, and I like that. Right. And uh yeah, Video Days was made by uh, Spike Lee, you know that? That's correct. And uh very well done, I have to say. Who you like better, Spike Lee or Kevin Smith? <laughs> I don't want to admit Kevin Smith. Uh, I'm going to admit it. So there we go. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Dan's a big Tusk fan. All right. Is what he's trying to admit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, one of my other favorite things that I love doing is watching these videos. And then uh, the thing that I do when I watch like normal, normal mainstream feature films or whatever is like mishearing the lyrics or the things that people are saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the script always was a fun thing for me but it's like they do that in the skate videos on those off-cuff parts so like Jason Lee saying like that environment song or whatever right that's mm-hmm. something that I think was awesome um, but even when we filmed our own videos and I would mishear myself on purpose I would uh, I would say things that were very odd just because it sounded like something else so there was this one scene we filmed where uh, I was a I was an actor who I had a problem with gambling, so I had a whole bunch of scratch-off tickets, right? Scratch mm-hmm. tickets all over my, my table, and then I, like, scooped them in. And so I had this problem where I, was, I had no money because I was spending it all on gambling. And there was one part in the film where I said, I could really use the money, right? Yeah. And every time I heard it, all I heard was, I could really abuse Doug funny. <laughs> I, I just thought it was real fun to say that. And so I just constantly do that. And that line was so much better. I quote it to this day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All guy right. Could, guy could, I mean, who couldn't abuse Doug Funny? That's true. He's such a, he's kind of a little pipsqueak. When it Lo- comes love down the guy. To it. Is Doug Funny featured on your uh, graphic tee there? 
So funny he's not on this tee, actually. Ah, uh, that's bullshit. Patty Mayonnaise? No one? Is it because uh, ABC bought, uh, or Disney, rather, bought uh, Doug? I think that's yeah, why? I think, it, I think this was produced after that. Happened. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bummer. But you got Ren and Stimpy there. You know, it's the same thing, Dan. Let me just put it into the realm of, you know, skateboarding and comedy. It's just a manipulation, you know? You take you take what is intended and you just manipulate it mm-hmm. and it makes it funny. And you're like, oh, that's not what that's supposed to be. That's pretty funny. Exactly. But I know what it's supposed to be, but it's not. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. It's kind of like Weird Al. Kind of. A little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, hey, this isn't that song, but it's pretty fun. You're like, I know what song it's supposed to be. I'm familiar with the song. Mm -hmm. But this, that's not what this song is. And that's what makes it pretty fun. That's 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 pretty fun. All right, I have more podcast questions. Okay. I was in the middle of my master class, bro. Well, this is the real question. Yep. How do you decide what you're going to wear for the podcast on a podcast day? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a good question. This is a tough one. You know, I was thinking that um, because, you know, I usually because we're so unprepared, we don't know if there's going to be a Zoom or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to pick the shirt based on, you know, whether I'm going to be on video or not. Okay. Now, with this shirt, I was a little conflicted because I love repping the ICP. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not a big fan of the uh the the full the full print shirts like this, you see? That's right. Because yeah, all, uh all the way. All the way, all the way down. Because I don't know if you know this when you have a full print shirt all the way down, it kind of ripples through your stomach yeah. and it kind of uh shows it off much more. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Dan. Yeah, for those audio listeners, it's it's one that has a graphic from like the neck basically all the way down to the to the end of your belly right it's yeah. one of the big graphics big old uh, graphic big old graphic yeah no it definitely ripples around the, the belly area uh both of us being a little bit larger yeah it uh, reveal it reveals to the people that you're a fat piece of shit exactly <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's so stiff that you can just be like oh no it's it's just the shirt or whatever right you're just going up to people saying just going hey just so you know it's just, just the shirt all right <laughs> I'm not a fat piece of shit. And they're like, sir, I didn't need you to stand further away from me. And please put a mask on. And you're like, no, I'm not a fat piece of shit. And it's the shirt. And I say, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave the high school you graduated over 10 years ago. It's just the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So podcast question. You have uh, that, that team of editors that works on the podcast afterwards. Um, can they make me sound like I'm not a nerd and also... Like, I'm not going to my high school from 10 years ago. Well, more than 10 years ago. Uh, I mean, they're, years. Yeah. They'll, they'll hear this at this point. They'll hear your request, whether or not they'll go back retroactively and try to do. I don't even know what they could do to make you not sound like a nerd. There must be some sort of filter or plug-in that you could buy. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll look into that. Or rather, they'll, they'll look into it. But can't make it's any true. promises. It's true. We could... We could most likely cut out the whole high school thing, but the whole the whole nerd factor, I don't I mean I don't know if there's anything that we can do about that. 
you know. Yeah, we'll get we'll get rid of the we'll get rid of the nerd. Thing. Dan, is there any? I mean, is there any uh, being as a huge nerd that you are? Is there any? I I want I want the fellow nerds to be excited to you know uh, find this common ground with you. If uh, is there any sort of video games that you're looking forward to, or I don't know if you want to give like a recommendation, a past one, yeah, past or future one that you're looking forward to. Well, uh, you know, I usually join these things late, but uh, I've, I've heard this new, this new PlayStation that's coming out uh, just had all these new releases. And there's this one game, the name is escaping me now, but it's basically like you're an assassin, uh, but you, you are, it's all cel-shaded and it has this real cool art style. And uh, you go through and there's all these other assassins that are trying to kill you. And like, you have to basically just keep reliving it and getting like a little bit further and a little bit further and then keep dying in it. Whoever's listening to this that understands that and knows which one it is, you know which one it is. Mm. Have you played oh. Skyrim? I have not played Skyrim. Uh, and, you know, I think you may have oversold my uh, my gamer ability. Uh, I appreciate games, but I, I'm not, I don't consider myself like a gamer, I suppose. But yeah. Anyway, right now I've been playing some Doom 64. Oh, hell yeah. And Fuck it's pretty you, good. Dude. It's pretty good. Are you playing that on your N64 or do you have an emulator or something? I am playing it on Google Stadia. Uh, so Google Stadia is this failed project from Google to, to try to get into the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually is pretty interesting because you, ha- you basically you just buy a controller and then they send you a Chromecast as well. Uh, and you can pretty much play it anywhere uh, wirelessly, which is kind of cool. And it plays on their servers. So it's not like it's using up your own uh, resources. Uh, every once in a while it will stutter pretty bad and that's been the main complaint of people is how do you control that last mile on the internet connectivity mm-hmm. uh, but yeah what what was really interesting is they gave everyone who bought it originally a few free months of the pro service and the pro service they give you free games each month uh, and pretty much the last the last month that I had it the game that they gave away for free just before everyone decided if they were going to keep it or not Farming Simulator 2019 was the the release. <laughs> yeah, uh, played that for like an hour or so, and then said, "I'm definitely not going to continue paying for this." Oh, yeah. this service. Uh, but I still have the controller, and any games that I bought, I can use it on. So, but how does it compare to Goat Simulator? Not even close. Yeah, not even close. One of the best games of all time. But I have to say, my favorite part about it is actually the controller, which I think is around here somewhere. But uh, the controller is just—it feels amazing. Uh, so whoever designed that, kudos to them. Kind of say that. I'm sure they're listening. See, Dan, I was just asking you because I'm worried. We wanted to have, uh, you know, some dudes from the FU crew mm-hmm. who are gamers. And I don't know if we're going to be able to keep up with them. I don't think so. So that's why I'm trying to, you know, get some. I was trying to pick apart some some sort of uh, vernacular dialect. So if we interview them, I could be like, uh yeah, the micro SD card on the new fucking simulator game really uh processed better than PS4 to to PS3. Well, I think I think Dan gave us some pretty valuable information when he told us that on PS5 they announced that there's some sort of game coming out that he doesn't remember the name of, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Actually. So I'm sure we could probably spend at least 20 to 30 minutes talking about whatever that is with those guys. No, I'm not going to give you any of that special vernacular. you got to figure it out on your own. 
So there it is. Hey, wait, did you play Red Dead Redemption? I did play Red Dead Redemption, yes. The one where you cook like food and shit? Yeah, you know what ended up happening is I just got bored with following the story and I just I just would play it and play poker. Because right? you could just go sit at the saloon and play some poker. That sounds great. So I would just like every day would just turn it on and then be like, I'm not going to go kill people. I'm just going to go play. Hang out at the saloon. <laughs> yeah. So I pretty much just did that. And then so I was like, you do have a gambling problem. So you do have a social life. I was going to say <laughs> they do exist. I do it's, exist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tom, does it piss you off every time that I consistently on purpose misquote that? it's okay like a little like little piece in the back of your brain just kind of zaps and like you're just like mm. i mean that, i'm sure that santa had that realization at one point right yeah that he does that exist. he exists yeah, yeah. whoa <laughs> we're referring to the m&m commercial the christmas m&m commercial dan yes also no, no, featuring no. also featuring billy west aka doug aka ren and stimpy ren and stimpy See, it all comes back, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention the creator, John Kay, being from New England. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. All right? Mm-hmm. Ren Stempy, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. All right? Now put that in your pipe and smoke it, Dan. Yeah. I really think the best things come from Massachusetts. Damn right. Yeah. Like fucking fluff and lobster bisque. With fluff on it. Yeah. Also, I think... Call that a fluff, the, fluff about it. Like the Necco Wafers factory. Dude, mm-hmm. nothing better than a nice Necco Wafer. Also, mm. the Charleston Chew factory. Don't mm-hmm. forget about mm-hmm. that. Nothing better than a nice Charleston Chew, Dan. If you freeze those bad boys, ooh, ooh mama, you chip a tooth. Breaky, breaky teeth for sure. Breaky, breaky. Chip that shit. Ooh, baby, breaky, breaky. Yo, I'm gonna chip that shit real quick. Charleston Chew, more like Charleston Chip. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, I think I think ever since the Boston Tea Party, mm-hmm. just great great things have been happening from the rebels here in Massachusetts. Just won't quit. And the most recent example, fancy lad skateboards, of course. Doy, of course they keep that rebel spirit, dude. That's what I was talking about with the rebel forces, bro, from Star Wars. A doy. It's okay. like. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you got all those fucking mindless fucking white fucking stormtroopers, bro. And here comes a bunch of fucking real dudes just really ready to fucking squash the fucking empire, bro. Watch out, stormtroopers. This is about to get squashed. That's fucking right, bro. Hell yeah. Mr. fucking Darth Vader, oh. you fucking better step aside. Where the fuck did he go? Dude, where did he go? Oh, shit. Is he behind us? So, Dweens, you, you realize you're just, like, cementing the, the nerd factor and, like, so hard. You asked our, our team of uh, of crack editors to re- try to remove that, and then you go and pull out a lightsaber? I mean, this is a family podcast, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's appropriate for you to bring your, out your fleshlight slash whatever the hell else that is. A fleshlight saber? Yeah. But, so that, um... That actually, that's not a bad idea. You should look into marketing that. Oh, actually, that's pretty good. Right? It's trademarked already, so don't even try. Oh, damn it. No, I mean, I I did it, so you guys... Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, okay, as, as long as you're getting paid for it. Wait, do you think you could send me one? 
I can't. I'm just waiting for that that Lucas signature. Uh, Actually, send me two, so 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 me and my friends can duel. Yeah, Tom wants to dock. He said, "I knew it." <laughs> just playing into that stereotype that Nancy says. You know, on that note, I think that we should uh, we should start wrapping this thing up. But uh, you know, how come I haven't seen you in forever? Um, the sickness. Yeah, dude, COVID. Oh, you were getting down with the sickness. Yeah, I was getting down with it. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. That's fucking sick, bro. Dan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You know, we always love talking to you. I prefer to be doing it over a fat plate of delicious food. Like buffalo wings. Mm, yeah. Buffalo wings would be great. Or obviously a roast beef from anywhere on the North Shore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously. Or wherever we went and got burgers and boozy milkshakes. That was great. That place is bomb. On Route 1, yeah. Oh, that was bomb. Should we, we exit it or no? I don't, I don't know if we want to give them the business. They haven't, they haven't paid for this deal. Are they even open still? They are. Nah, don't even bother. No one's going. No one's going there. Nah, don't bother. The listeners aren't going to travel to Massachusetts Route 1 South to go eat. Yeah. And if they and if you want to know the name of the place, feel free to hit us up at, at Fancy Lad Podcast on Instagram and We'll let you know. Great burgers. Great milkshakes. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, Dan, if you don't have any more questions for us, I mean, we we only had you on to interview us. I don't know if you realize that. I didn't realize that. I thought this was something different. We should have been more direct. Yeah. I mean, you said we were going to confront my love of Clancy on the podcast today, but I thought he would be there. Oh, well, you know, we can always do that next time. Okay. We'll just try to lie to you beforehand so you don't see it coming. Yeah, an intervention for your obsession with Clancy. Sounds good. I mean, besides asking you, you know, what you thought about Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, the re- the reboot, you know, which we'll have to save for another time. Yeah, we'll have to save that. Look, I got topics, but there's <laughs> we only have so long on this Zoom. I, you know. I really, you got topics. Give me... Give me one. Just give me one quick one. All right. So how do you feel when you go into a public restroom and there's a urinal that someone's going next to you at the same exact time? But that's not the question. The question is, you're pissing, and then and then they start pissing, but then they're like extra hard pissing, so it's like uh-huh. really loud. Like, do you feel the need to push extra hard to like powerful compensate? stream? You know, this is what I was waiting for the entire podcast, Dan. And why mm-hmm. the fuck did you wait till the very end to bring this up? I think we got to end on a high note. And mm-hmm. the answer to this question could mean the end of this podcast or continuing on forever. So, Back in the day, I, I mean, if somebody comes up and starts peeing in the, in the urinal, urinal next to me, I immediately have a competition yeah. in my head with them, yeah. whether they know it or not. A loudness competition? No, more of a speed competition. Because mm. I want to be able... If, if First of all, if I'm there before them, I need to finish before they finish. That's true. That's mm. the thing. So it's more of it's more of that. But, but the powerful stream, I haven't thought about that. That's a new take on the whole thing. Right. Now, I have noticed the powerful stream. And I've figured out the best way to... Like, you can beat that 100% of the time. Because you can't always guarantee that you're going to be able to create a stream as powerful at that moment depending on how many fluids you've had all that but what you can do is 
get it as solid as you can, and then shit your pants right next to him. Dude. And that's the ultimate win. I didn't uh, think about that. And then when they hear the, your shit, that you, they hear it happening, and they look over, you're just already staring them dead in the eyes. And then you say, oops, someone went die-die. Oops, poops. Always with the best answer. I, I couldn't even have imagined how great of an answer that would be. Well, you should try it next time. It, it works. Yeah, no, I got to try that. See, uh, Dan, that's the fucking quality content I was waiting for you to deliver the entire time. And he came through. He came through. Came through in the end. You know what? And we appreciate that, Dan, but got to wrap it up. Yeah, we're going to have to go. And I'm sorry that you just, you know, started to really, you know, come into your own with this podcast thing. Uh, we'll just pick up next time where we left off. That's true. We can always just pick it up next time. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe we could just continue this conversation next time we're playing a rousing game of Rocket League. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I can't wait. Actually, that's the best thing about this podcast is that usually on podcast days, you'll play Rocket League with me after. That's true. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, what, what other podcast hosts out there are playing Rocket League with their listeners? And in case uh, anybody else is ever playing, if you go against Team Whiff, look out. Yeah, look out. That's true. Yeah, Team Whiff. Team Whiff, baby. I defy anyone out there to challenge us to a game. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Well, Dan, we'll see you on the field. All right. Or I guess they call it a pitch. On the pitch. Yeah, Dan. Thanks. Thanks again for being on the podcast. You know, forget all those terrible things that I said about you during the duration of the podcast. I didn't mean any of them. Yeah, and all the stuff that he says about you when you're not around, just don't even worry about that stuff. Yeah, don't even worry about that either, okay? No, I'm a little bit worried. No, I'm not going to worry about it. Okay, good, good. Phew. I was going to say, that's if you're worried, that's literally the exact opposite of what we just suggested you be. So, yeah, cool. All right. All right, Dan. Well, uh, I'll see you um, see you on the field and uh, see you at Thanksgiving. Awesome. All right. Now, hey, thanks for everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. I love you, Dan. No, wait. Don't go. Wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>